1: This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 16th of May. I'm Steve Forbes.
0: And I'm Kitty Logan.
1: Two mass shootings have been carried out within 24 hours in the US.
0: There was a shooter that came in with multiple weapons and started opening fire. And Ukrainian forces continue their counter-offensive in the Kharkiv region.
1: The Ukrainians have pushed the Russians beyond artillery range, so the city's now not being shelled for the first time since the beginning of the war. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We begin in Buffalo, New York. After we brought you that 10 people had been shot dead at a supermarket there, authorities now say that the suspect deliberately sought out a site with a high black population. Police say Peyton Gendron drove more than 200 miles to carry out the attack. The 18-year-old has appeared in court and been charged with first-degree murder. Yes, sir. I understand my charges. Can you afford an attorney? No. Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, said the attack was committed by a sick, demented individual who was fueled by a daily diet of hate. Sandra Tan is a journalist at The Buffalo News and has been speaking to Times Radio... She says that Gendron was already known to the authorities, having made threats at a high school and subsequently given a mental evaluation.
0: Nothing that, uh, any prior, no prior threats that he made seemed to be, uh, racially motivated. There wasn't any sense that, um, he was out to get a particular group of people, Mm. um, in that way. And so even though he had attracted, uh, law enforcement's attention in the past, um, wasn't nearly to this level, and um, and law enforcement says that they couldn't have predicted that this would have been the result.
1: The victims of the attack have now been named, along with three people who were also wounded. Sandra Tan told Times Radio about one of them, a hero security guard.
0: Who was a retired police officer who um, confronted the gunman and uh, fired his gun at him and actually shot him Um, Unfortunately, the man was really heavily armoured and that bullet had no effect and he was subsequently shot and killed by the shooter.
1: Sadly, for the second time in 24 hours, there's been another mass shooting in the US. A gunman opened fire in a Southern California church on Sunday, killing one person and critically injuring four to five others. The attacker was detained by members of the congregation. Lisa Bartless, Orange County Supervisor, says they were extremely brave.
0: There was a shooter that came in with multiple weapons and started opening fire. And some of the parishioners here jumped on the shooter and brought him down to the ground and held him until the sheriff's department was able to arrest the individual.
1: Police say they're working to establish a motive for this attack.
0: In Ukraine, fighting has intensified around the town of Izium as government forces try to retake more territory seized by Russia. Ukrainian troops have already pushed Russian soldiers back in the Kharkiv region, one of the most important successes of the war so far. And now the Ukrainian government claims some of its soldiers have reached the Russian border. Dr Mike Martin is a visiting fellow at the Department of War Studies at King's College London. He says Ukraine is gaining the upper hand in places like Kharkiv.
1: The Ukrainians have pushed the Russians beyond artillery range, so the city's now not being shelled for the first time since the beginning of the war. In fact, they've pushed the Russians back so far that they're within a couple of kilometres of the international border. And also in the south, around Kherson, um, the Ukrainians have pushed the, the Russians back several kilometres. And so I think we've reached a point where the war might be uh, turning and going in the other direction in the eastern Ukraine.
0: But in the besieged city of Mariupol, the Azovstal steel plant is still under Russian bombardment. A recent video shows a bright white shower of explosions in the sky above, which some experts believe could indicate Russia is using phosphorus weapons. And to the north, the UK Ministry of Defense says Belarus plans to deploy special forces along the Ukrainian border, a move which could distract Ukrainian troops from the fight in the east. Until now, Belarus has avoided direct involvement in the war, but it has allowed Russia to train and deploy from its soil. Meanwhile, it's unclear how Russia will react to Finland and Sweden's announcement to apply for NATO membership. Finland's Prime Minister, Sanna Martin, confirmed on Sunday that the country now wishes to join the alliance. We have reached today an important decision in good cooperation between the government and the President of the Republic. We hope that the Parliament will confirm the decision to apply for NATO membership during the coming days. Jamie Shea is the former Deputy Secretary-General for Emerging Security Challenges at NATO. He says the expansion of NATO will help reinforce the security of the Baltic states, And represents a policy failure for Russian President Vladimir Putin.
1: He set out in invading Ukraine to stop further rounds of NATO enlargement, to drive NATO's military forces back into central Europe, uh, beyond, as he put it, the 1997 borders before NATO's first enlargement. In other words, to stop NATO coming closer to Russia. And he's achieved precisely the, the opposite.
0: And as the war continues, EU foreign ministers are meeting in Brussels on Monday to discuss the situation in Ukraine and the political consequences. On the way, Somalia elects a new president after a year of political stalemate and the results of the Italian Open Tennis.
1: Times of London Daily World Briefing North Korea, who finally admitted to having its first case of COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic last week, now reportedly have over one million infections – State television has released footage of doctors meeting and explaining COVID 19 symptoms and treatment. As on Sunday, the death toll rose to 42. This is the advice given by one doctor. It is important to take enough rest and drink lots of water to keep hydrated. And also, they need to have digestible food, to keep their mouth clean, and rinse their mouth with salt water often. The country's leader, Kim Jong-un, has lambasted health officials and ordered that the army must now distribute medicine as the virus sweeps across the nation. According to broadcaster KCNA, Mr Kim told officials at an emergency meeting that the fever had brought great turmoil to the country. North Korea does not have a recognized testing program, meaning fewer case numbers are actually confirmed. Mr. Kim has imposed maximum emergency virus protocols, including lockdowns and gathering restrictions in workplaces. South Korea has offered to send unlimited aid to the North if requested, including vaccine doses, health workers, and medical equipment.
0: In Somalia, former President Hassan Sheikh Mohammed has been re elected in a runoff vote. He led the country between 2013 and 2017 and defeated the current president Mohamed Abdullahi Mohamed to return to office. The election win represents a peaceful transition of power after more than a year of stalemate in Somalia. Voting was held in a secure airport hangar in the capital Mogadishu amid ongoing violence. The airport had come under mortar fire earlier in the day, but the attacks did not disrupt the voting. The new president faces a series of challenges as Somalia continues to struggle with drought, poverty, and an ongoing insurgency by al-Shabaab militants.
1: The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport.
0: With the results of the Italian Open Tennis, here's Kane Reeves.
1: Novak Djokovic became the oldest tennis player to win the Italian Open on Sunday after claiming a straight-set victory over Greek world number four Stefanos Tsitsipas in Rome. Victory for the Serbian world number one sealed his sixth title in Italy, winning 6-love at 7-5. It was Djokovic's first title of the year, as he now steps up his preparations for the French Open at Roland Garros. Djokovic will be one of the favourites as he chases a record-equalling 21st Grand Slam title in Paris on Sunday. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment. Tom Cruise says it was a real honour to be able to attend the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations. The movie star was a special guest at the event and introduced the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery at the Open Air Arena in Windsor. Cruise said that the 96-year-old monarch is a woman he greatly admires. The celebrations mark the Queen's 70-year reign. Dame Helen Mirren, Damien Lewis and Catherine Jenkins were some of the other star names to attend and perform on the night.
0: And finally, a temple in Thailand has lit up over 200,000 lanterns to mark Visak Day, also known as Buddha Day. The lanterns were shaped into a colourful mosaic of symbolic patterns, creating a stunning sight from the air.
1: While many monks came to pray in person, others joined the spectacle via Zoom. The traditional annual festival celebrates the birth, enlightenment and death of the Lord Buddha. And National Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 16th of May.
0: This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip?